I'm glad you brought up the runtime too, because like you texted us, and I know you do this for like Nolan movies and you know other movies that you're really excited for. You buy the whole row in the theater first of all, usually, because you're like, no one's fucking this up for me. Yeah, Yeah. you buy the whole row, and then you you dehydrate. You don't drink water all day so that you don't piss. You do like a bodybuilding tactic where you like, (laughs) yeah. After twelve o'clock, I'll only have one drink of one glass of water. Yeah. And then you walked into the theater looking like dry SpongeBob. (laughs) (laughs) One piece of popcorn would my lips are all fucking. (laughs) My lips are cracked and (laughs) you die in the theater. (laughs) So how was the movie directed by Marty Scorsese? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) You fly. There's some for some reason a heart rate monitor. Yeah. 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 Alma draft card. I just put up body bag on the order. Welcome to There Are Too Many Movies, family. Hello. This week on there, that was the wrong what? button. What? Yeah, what? Wrong button, dude. Oh, we're starting the movie immediately? Is that what's happening? <laughs> it's a long movie. All right. This week on There Are Too Many Movies, we watched, uh, I already forgot. Killers of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. And it was fine. Next. Yep. Before we talk about that, <laughs> we're going to talk about what we've been watching. I'm Chris Collins. Josh, the Josh Rodriguez Film School University. Number 43. Yeah. Ah. I nice. like your I like your jersey you brought today. Thanks, man. What does the back say? Cinema. Oh, sick. You know what I mean? One of one. One, one of one. Four of three. Oh. You know what I mean? And you're who? I'm Alex. You Jew motherfucker, you. Wilson. Jew. Yeah. Alex Jew Wilson. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, spooky scary. Why is it in spooky scary after you said that? Oh. Wow. Good question, Chris. No, it's a spooky scary episode. Oh, yeah. We're still in October. Because Spooktober. Oh, I see what you did. Yeah. Because I like that. Yeah, right? I like that. Thank you. Because it's Halloween season. Like, it, okay, and so. And it's spooky. And it kind of sounds like October, but like if you say Spooktober, it's like saying. Genius. Let's get that trademarked, and anybody that uses that owes us money. That's right. That's our business plan. We get no ads I like or sponsors. That. We just like <laughs> we do, we basically like copyright sit on things. <laughs> yeah, like domain squatting. Yeah. Did you, Did you guys try to file a fucking trademark for Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> Spirit Halloween is like nah. Yeah. Fuck that. Or they Michael Clayton us Universal Pictures for dude. We should get sponsored by Spirit Halloween. That would be amazing. that would be sick, dude. Best Buy is about. A month away from becoming a spirit Halloween, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, shit. Fucking got him. No physical media. Fuck you. Fucking bitches. Get a physical media bag, by the way. But for real. Get a physical media bag. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Just had a fucking prolapse. (laughs) Get a prolapse. A prolapse? (laughs) A brain prolapse. (laughs) Your brain brain comes out. Turn into Mars Attacks, aliens. <laughs> You're like, oh, go get your at too many movies.com slash up, get your, and you just your brain comes out of your mouth for a second. <laughs> Bag. Anyways, uh, before we talk about anything. Bag. Patreon.com slash there are too many movies. Five mucks a month will get you access to a weekly bonus episode, another bonus monthly episode. Let's fucking go. And uh, Discord access. Let's fucking Shout go. out to all the blood rallies in the Discord. Watch parties. Watch parties. Tomorrow your- night, if you're listening to this in real time, tomorrow night we are doing a fucking watch party of the Murdoch tapes, dude. Wait, the Murdoch tapes? Is, are we? 
The McPherson tape. That's oh, what okay. it is. Yeah, yeah, the Murdoch tape. I was like, isn't that that really, that really weird family in Florida? Is it, it is, yeah. The Murdoch murders. You know what I mean? So, it's like they obviously did it. Their name is Murder. Just put right. them away. Right. Um, I need to find that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What if we can't? We can find it. Okay. It's on YouTube. I'm we'll find sure. it legally, I'm sure. Yes. Easily. <laughs> Anyways, five bucks a month if you want to support your local on the internet pod. We Let's also go, BB. Also have too many movies.com slash shop. Yes. I had a prolapse. <laughs> shop. I had a brain <laughs> brain prolapse. prolapse. <laughs> yeah. Go get a go get yourself a bag. It's a very too many movies physical media bag. Also new hoodies available. Cinema four three. That jersey is not available. One of one, baby. One of one. That's only for Josh the Josh Rodriguez. But you can make it. You, you can you can option. make it in any team. We won't get the proceeds, but you're the official cinephile of the Dallas Cowboys. There, the, you know what? There's uh, Neil Gamby, who's a, a yes. Patreon subscriber, blood relative, Minnesota Vikings fan. He should get a four three cinema Minnesota Vikings jersey and throw some haunted mansion stickers on there while you're at it. Whatever. <laughs> Movie's fine. <laughs> it's fine. That was one of my favorite bits ever. It's dude. fine. It's yeah. fine, and then move. I love that he talked it up for like two months in yeah. the Discord. It's like once again, it has been <laughs> <Yeah>. snubbed. <laughs> just every week, just like listening to our podcast on four times speed, waiting for Haunted Mansion, <laughs> just reading the time codes. Like fuck, yeah. Every week, it's uh, snubbed. Get snubbed. Um, Vivian going to town on her coat. That's called taking a bath, dude. Something oh, maybe you bad. should uh, oh, do you every s- once in a while. Uh, You're smelly, uh, bro. Bathing is gross. You fucking furry. Uh, it's actually better for you to have your body musk on you. That's what the girls at GameStop tell me. What if that's how furries took baths? They lick themselves. Dude, I, I'm pretty sure they do that. You know they don't wipe. Yeah, yeah you are pretty sure because you do it. I watched a documentary on those fucking freaks. To learn how to do it, right? Yeah, that's true. It's to learn how. <laughs> dude, they don't wipe. They like... they get smelly on purpose. Yeah, they shit in their litter box and then lick their butthole. Kill yourselves. <laughs> Kill yourselves, dude. That's awful. I was thinking, the other, I, here's an Alex business idea for you. Thank I want to start a uh, rainforest cafe where it's rainforest cafe just run by furries. Ah. Nice. A rainforest? I like it. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that the name of a festival? Broughton? Maybe. Rainforest? Maybe that's why it came up with Maybe. Yeah. I, I haven't heard of it. I'm I don't lost. Know. My brain is lost. <laughs> Yeah, an aneurysm. Maybe my idea. Sorry, a prolapse. prolapse. (laughs) A prolapse aneurysm. (laughs) 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 Edging my prolapse. (laughs) I'll cut it in here. (laughs) 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 If you you know the meme, it's a great impression. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Who wants to kick off watch list? Uh, I'll be quick. I'll be very quick. Uh, I saw a Tower Records documentary uh, about the history of Tower <laughs> Records and how it came to be. It's on Amazon Prime, directed by Colin Hanks, dude. Wow. Uh, it's a really cool documentary about uh, the record store Tower Records. I don't know if you. Could, I don't know that we had one here in Dallas. I think we did over did in, in one of our malls. But I remember Virgin Records Megastore. Yes, yeah, that might be what I'm confused. That about. was the fucking shit. So like, it took me back to like the days, especially now after Best Buy announces that yeah. you know they're not doing any more physical media. But now, uh, kind of looking back to these old retail stores that had movies and music and uh, video games and books and shit like that, like Borders, it, Borders, bro, fucking Fye, yes, oh Fye, baby. Uh, what was the? Well, it starts with a B, dude. 
ba 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 ba. Order? No. EB Games. EB Games was great. EB it Games. F Y A E. CGX. CGX was fun. CGX. Even Ho- though they price gouged like motherfuckers. Yeah. Hollywood Video to an extent. Yeah. Because you- Hollywood Video was great because they were they were connected to Game Crazy. And- yeah, Game yeah. Crazy. Oh my god, I remember going there for the release of Halo Two. Hell yeah. And they had fucking Five Gum releasing for the yeah. first time. Yeah. This is the first ever grassroots promotion I was a part of. I was like, holy shit, this new gum, dude. It's neato. <laughs> <laughs> they had those ads where someone would basically just bur- like their whole body would have an orgasm. What it feels like to chew Five yeah. Gum. <laughs> Yeah. You want to blow cum out of every hole in your yeah. body? Do you want to grow dicks out of every pore in your body and then cum at the same time out of all your pores? <laughs> Drink. Drink. <laughs> Drink five gum. Yeah, Chew five put it into gum. a <laughs> put it into a blender. Put it into a Nutribullet and grind up all the five yeah. gum into a five bullet juice. But uh oh sorry, go ahead. No, that's pointless. Uh the, the fucking uh Tower Records documentary is really good. It's got uh, great interviews, Dave Grohl's in it. And it's just like it was the vibe. Whenever I was growing up, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to work in a fucking record store or a bookstore or something, you know, like something like that. That was a great, like, first job to yeah. have, you know? And then Walmart came to our town. And then Walmart came to our fucking town. <laughs> well, I mean, they technically had movies and music. Yeah. And- they, were, they were a true pop culture <laughs> yeah. stop. They're like, we have 3,000 job applicants for the movies and games section, and nobody wants to work janitorial services. Yeah. yeah. Nobody wants to work in Frozen. That's how it was at Best Buy. I applied. I was like, movies and games, please. Because, like, that's all I do. Yeah. And they're like, do you know anything about computers? I'm like, kind of. They're like, you're going to sell computers now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. cool. I meet, cuts me consulting Geek Squad every customer interaction <laughs> I had. That's so funny. <laughs> Talking to everyone, like, coffee is for closers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, the Tower Records documentary is pretty cool. It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, I also watch, okay, this is one of the biggest recommends I can possibly give. It comes out next week. It's called The Holdovers, dude. This is a an Alexander Payne and Paul Giamatti joint, dude. Ooh. Oh, I watched... Wasn't the trailer for this? In the, the trailer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, there's a press screening that, that uh, we were invited to, went to, and uh, dude, this fucking movie is 4-3 as shit, dude. Wait. You went to it? Yeah. Did I say no to that? You're going to the one next week. Oh. They booked a last minute one on Friday. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I was like, wait. Wait a second. Did I forget? What'd you do? (laughs) (laughs) What have you done to your friend? (laughs) Like, hey, that thing I invited you to, I just went without you. (laughs) It was good. And I'm going to talk about it in front of you. No, they booked it. No, I know. I'm just, I thought you legit just were like, yeah, I just didn't tell you. Because I vaguely remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going. Okay. Uh, You're just going to watch me watch it. You want to go? I'd like to be invited. I did. Did you? Yes. I don't remember that. <laughs> it's on a Thursday, so you can't go. I don't remember that at all. Well, that's... Well, if it was on a Thursday, we know you're so busy on Thursdays, so maybe we didn't invite you. So you're saying now that you didn't invite me when you no, just did? No, I did. I don't know. Okay. I'm not the one that invites people to press screenings. Don't look at me. All right. Either way, Holdovers looks funny. Holdovers is extremely good. Uh, this is... Uh, fuck. I don't know if I want to spoil that, but it's a really fucking great movie. I highly recommend you check it out in a theater. This is, uh, it definitely feels like a throwback. And you saw the trailer. Like, it, it definitely has, like, a throwback quality. It looks like Perks of Being a Wallflower or something like that. Yeah, I mean, and, like, it, it, the trailer itself has a narrator, which is something that we don't get very often. It definitely feels like a throwback to, like, a 70s film starring Paul Giamatti, who fucking is amazing. It's the same team that brought you uh, Sideways. So it's just, like, it's that nice. same sort of, like, slice of life <clears throat> sort of uh, uh, joint 
I can't recommend it enough. Dude. And the young boy in this movie is going to be fucking <clears throat> huge. Like, yeah. he's going to blow the fuck up. Nice. So you recommend it? Highly recommend. Dude, I in seeing the trailer, I really respect they brought back the narrator VO. Like the whole like he, yeah. he's about to find out yeah, oh, yeah. type yeah. of shit and it was I was like I'm here for that like yeah the way the trailer like looked it looked all vintage like 90s and yeah. it's 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 definitely filmed on film for sure there's no doubt about it yeah the the grain is there it's really like dirty looking and yeah. it, it just it felt like such a throwback and to see it in a theater really put me in a, like a a very surreal place where it's like man I feel like I'm watching like an old movie. Dude, like the uh, in theaters for the first time. The, I was laughing when I saw the trailer in theaters recently uh, when we went and saw the Killers of the Flower Moon because it did a freeze frame on the very end of Paul Giamatti's yeah. face, but and it's like the holdovers and it's like a freeze frame of Paul Giamatti. Yeah, but his eyes are like in completely separate areas yeah. because he's got a fucked up eye. So yeah, yeah. I don't I was know if laughing he, at that. <laughs> I don't know if he really has a fucked up eye. It's his character in the movie. I mean, if you can do that, oh, has a wonky face. eye. Really? Oh, it is his character in the movie. Oh, so he eye. has like a contact that like slightly off centers his shit. I want to say maybe a glass eye, or maybe he just has a wonky eye. But it's definitely like a, a, a post. Oh, okay. A I post VFX shot throughout up. the movie is is his his eye. Just like fucking a full year of shooting that movie, just like crossing yeah, his dude. I fucking loved this movie, sure. dude. All right. It looks Man. like when Wes Anderson used to be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's it's up there, man. It's quirky and and it has those boom moments, but and it's what's funny is I just saw Sideways pretty recently. Oh yeah. And I forgot that the holdovers was coming out. Uh and then whenever that came back to mind after they were like, Oh yeah, Alexander Payne, director of Sideways, I was like, Oh <coughs> shit. So the fucking sad boys are back together again, yeah. dude. Alexander Payne and Paul Giamatti. Uh, definitely check it out in theaters, please. Did Alex Payne do election? Alexander Payne, did he do election? The Matthew Broderick movie? That's a good question. I can look it up. Alexa, who directed election? According to an Alexa Answers contributor, election is a 1999 American black comedy film directed by Alexander Payne from ah, a screenplay oh. Jim Taylor. I connected those. Th- sh- Alexa, shut up. Just a I classic sad boy joint, dude. I connected those yeah. dots without even knowing. I was like, oh, that's the same vibe. Yeah, no, dude, that's pretty good. <laughs> that was sick of me to do that. <laughs> <laughs> because he went to film school. Film school university, baby. Let's fucking go, dude. Actually, you only you went to film school university. I just went to film school. You're the only one that went to film school university. That's true. What the fuck, man? The starring cinephile linebacker. It's so fucking good, man. And I, just picture, I just picture you like on an NFL line, like, have you guys seen Killers of the Fallen? <laughs> <No! laughs> Getting leveled. Oh, we never won a single game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but our playbooks look pretty cool. Just like yelling about aspect ratios where you get sacked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 <laughs> uh, but it was cinematic. All of our plays were in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing the Zack Snyder thing again. Give him a break. <laughs> ACL goes out. Yeah. <laughs> you, you break your ACL in slow motion. Uh, of the Alexander Payne joints that I have seen, Election, Sideways, and now The Holdovers, this is definitely my favorite. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Anything Check else? it the fuck out. That's it for me. Okay. Gosh. Alex, you want to go next? Yeah. Um, I have... All right. For the first time, I watched The Purge. Um, which is a certified stupid as fuck movie <laughs> that is pretty fun. 
it's uh it's exactly what you think it's gonna be it it doesn't need to make sense really it doesn't really need to have logic because it's just an excuse to show like just insane people doing insane things Ethan Hawke in the first one uh it's yes Ethan Hawke um yeah he's good in it uh everyone's like just fine in it it's just that the concept is so fucking stupid that like the whole time I'm like the, literally the entire time I'm watching I'm like this is stupid but I'm here but for it's it. fun yeah, yeah. It, like it's it's fine um it's it's so funny to picture the government which isn't even out of the realm of possibility in the day and, and age we're in now yeah. just to be like look one day yeah. all right just one day yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. be cool nobody do anything too bad and they try to have like some type of like political like um like spin on it where they're like this is actually how the top keeps the the bottom even down and even more down because they killed the homeless people on that day that's how they keep it so- shut up yeah just it, shut up it, the government kills <laughs> i love that people. they try to make it a political narrative yeah. when it's just a stupid piece of it's shit. a stupid movie yeah. and like, then i follow that up with the forever purge which oh, nice. is uh the trump administration version of the purge so okay. you didn't watch two or three you went straight to I don't need the history. You, you gotcha. miss or, key plot points. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> you missed the Joker in nope. in, in uh, Purge Two, right? Oh, was yeah. he in it? Yeah, he made a cameo. Isn't it that that dude that looks like the Joker? Oh, I don't, I don't oh. see it. I thought you were oh. joking. No, for real. They tried to make like a Joker esque character in, I think, the second or maybe the cringe. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Weird. Uh, yeah, they're they're both fucking over the top, dumb, fun horror movies, thrillers, I guess. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I imagine, I like, in two and three, you're just like, they're like, all right, so maybe a week now? Yeah. 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 It's like 28 days, 28 months, 28 yeah. weeks later. It's like that whole thing where it's just like, purge right. month. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're going to open it up to 31 days now. Everybody be cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, we've listened to your feedback, and then it's like that's the worst, like catastrophic thing to happen. Like, all right, we're gonna go. We're gonna do February. Yeah, <laughs> it's the shortest month. Twenty eight. No, <laughs> like that's Black History Month. They're like, ah, shit. Uh, <laughs> it's just a coincidence. Uh, f- uh, fuck it. I don't know. Purge History Month. Purge yeah. History Month, dude. Um, I don't recommend them, and I don't not recommend them. They are what they They're, are. They are. There are movies that movies. exist. Movies. Yeah. Um, followed up with Stephen King's The Boogeyman. Which the boogeyman is the weakest name for a horror movie since the Bye Bye Man, the Pee Pee Poo Poo Man, the Pee Pee as you know. No. Um, this is on Hulu, right? It is on Hulu. This is better than I expected it to be, but they reveal. Oh, the new one. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, now yeah. I follow. Uh, this they reveal the monster too early. Everything up until then is honestly good. It's certified legit good. And then because they reveal the monsters so early, you they take that suspense away and yeah. it's just not as good from that Every point. horror suspense movie post Jaws should know to not show the fucking yeah. thing. It's fucking horror 101. Yeah. If you're going to show it, wait as long as you can. Third act. Yeah. Like, come on. Like Smile or something like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I liked Smile. I, I thought it was good. No, 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 no. I mean, like, that's actually kind of a good point because the... The monster reveal in Smile is one of the best yeah. ever, dude. I hated the movie, but the reveal of the monster was yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. No One Will Save You suffered from that, too, I think. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like the suspense of the gray was lost. Because it's like, where first... do we go from here? Yeah. You've showed you, me. You stabbed a gray in the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like playing poker and just but being like, this is my hand. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking cool, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but 
Yeah, it's like opening on almost would have been better as like a short story, like Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, mm. I agree. Did you watch the new Boogeyman? No. Oh, I was talking about No One Will Save You. Yeah. Um. Last up, I have Frogging Hider in My House, which is a Lifetime show about oh. people that hide in your house, and it's a pretty good time. Like Parasite. Yeah, yeah, like Parasite. Holy shit. Like people that like find little nooks and crannies in your home and live in there for years sometimes. Jesus fucking Christ, it's dude. It's creepy, dude. That, yeah, a little I, bit. I was, uh, I was watching this late at night because uh, I couldn't sleep, and then uh, I actually couldn't sleep because I was watching this show. Uh, and then I watched it again the next day, and it wasn't as scary. Ah. But it's it's a good time. I think if you're into true crime-y things or creepy things, you will like it creepy thing it's it's interesting there was a great where t- is it you said max life. oh okay max frogging frogging i'll try that which out which sounds like some very violent sexual it does like i'm, I'm gonna into, frog her dude uh, uh, i'm into frogging in face dude <laughs> <laughs> i frogged all over her face uh, dude hey don't kink shame dude yeah that's true that's all i got uh i there was a really good horror thriller that came out about frogging recently oh I forget what it was called, but it was very good. I liked it. Shit. Yeah. Like it was it was Was it the guy that was living in the lady's walls? Sort of, yeah. I think I might have seen it. It followed that. a couple that was doing stuff, but it's I don't want to spoil anything, but goddamn, like it it was a great thriller. Shit. I think I think it was Netflix when I saw it, but I have no idea now. Yeah. That's all I got. Word. Christopher, Charles. I got a Topher beefy Collins. one, but I want to keep it short because we got a lot to talk about with yeah, yeah, Killers yeah. of the Flower. Um twelve forty five, by the way. I'll kick it off with Trick or Treat. Oh, uh, I've been wanting to see this for so long. The Ozzy Osbourne Gene Simmons joint? No. Oh. <laughs> what never, is that? Never mind. That's Trick or Treat. I wish I had seen that. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Ozzy that would have Oz- been hilarious. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne and Gene Simmons in the movie Trick or Treat. I didn't is even a, know if that existed. It's it's about a uh it's about a hair metal band where the lead singer dies and a boy uh casts a spell to for him to possess his body. Hell yeah. So he wants to become the rock star that he idolized that's like into Satan and shit like that. So it's like a hair metal horror movie where Gene Simmons is like a DJ and uh, Ozzy Osbourne is like a, he's like a televangelist. That's awesome. That sounds hilarious. It, yeah. It I sounds imagine... like a concept album from an 80s glam metal band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently it's really bad. <laughs> you really? don't say. yeah. yeah. <laughs> So trick or treat, and the Oscar goes to Gene Simmons, yeah, as well as the DJ. Just get, like it shows, they're at the Academy. And it shows, you know, how it shows a clip when every time they get an award or whatever, it's just him like ripping a <laughs> DJ, being a disc jockey, just like turning records over with the elbows. He's, we- he's wearing like a cowboy hat and sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a DJ. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hit that Yonky Splunky. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, Trick or Treat is fine. It's on. I think I watched it on uh, Max. This is the cult classic horror film. Trick R. Yeah, Apostrophe correct. Treat. Yeah, 2007. It. I think I was just a little checked out, but it was fun. Uh, it, it does a very cool thing where it, it does that thing where it tells the same series of events from a bunch of different perspectives on Halloween night. Oh, okay. So it's very interesting to see it all come together towards the end. The fucking poster for this looks like a pe- complete piece of shit. Yeah, it's like oh, a bad poster for sure. And yeah. this gives me like cult classic vibes where it's like the movie's not good at all, but people talk about it a lot. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's not good at all. It's very fun. The, but it's that's not the, scary. That's I want the to vibes see it. that yeah. it gives. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are a lot of those where it's like, oh, don't you fucking love the, the fucking 
oh god what was that fucking movie we watched i hate it with the guy with the white wig the watcher or the fucking witcher no white wig it's like it's all of those horror movies that have a 4k release for some fucking reason but they're all garbage pieces of shit because they have oh, a great yeah. poster you yeah. know what oh I mean? yeah yeah, because yeah. because they the I maniac think, or something yeah. was it was maniac oh okay there you go yeah where it's like oh the we love this movie because the design adhered to the entire 80s yeah aesthetic yeah and now that aesthetic's coming back yeah and the movie's still dog shit but damn that poster art's cool let's get a 4k release of maniac yeah. dude right Shut the fuck up. for 40 dollars <laughs> yeah that's geez. gonna sell seven copies in its <laughs> lifetime yeah it's so yeah it's one of those things where you put you have to put it in perspective like oh that movie started a thing but when you watch it after 50 years of cinema you're yeah. just like yeah 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 exactly yeah just because for its time birth of a nation looked good doesn't mean <laughs> i'll like it now right which is chris's favorite movie yeah they showed it in the white house <laughs> um, <laughs> what could be wrong with it yeah Any, everything you play in the white house is cool it's gotta be cool yeah um including uh, first kid first kid remember that movie about the oh shit sinbad yeah that was rough what it was a great movie I'm thinking of a different thing then. <laughs> oh, so that was some other it's, shit I saw on Kazaa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded on Kazaa Lite. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. It affected my computer. That was where Sinbad is like a, he's like a secret agent, or not a secret agent. He's like a, what is the security for the president? What are they called? Secret, secret service. service. Secret service agent. And like the kid is like the president's son and like they have to hang out all the time and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah First yeah. kid. I never saw it. You've seen First Kid. If you've seen, Bla- if you've seen Blank Check, you've seen fucking That's First true. Kid, dude. It does sound similar. That was like from our time. Gotcha. I still want to find that movie where the dog inherits $40 billion and <laughs> those two hitmen can't kill it <laughs> for the life of them. Oh my God. That I, sounds amazing. I've been trying to find it. I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> really, the banks are like, how did this happen? That- <laughs> It's so funny that that same plot ended up in so many different movies. Yeah. Dunstan checks it. Yes. It's like a monkey, a monkey that inherited a billion dollars or something. And then Mr. Deeds, he's like, I'll just be a guy that did that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's so fucking funny. Shouts to Dunstan checks dude, in. Dude, that's a great movie. It is. Also, why did they just show us that in the middle of school? For no reason. They're like, and now... <laughs> We just learned the water cycle, and now, obviously, we need to show you this movie about a monkey committing tax fraud. <laughs> <laughs> and his name is Dunstan. Yeah. And he checks into a hotel. Yeah. Featuring uh, Paul Rubens. Great movie. And Dante from Devil May Cry. <laughs> <laughs> and Knuckles. <laughs> um, I watched The Final Destination. Yeah. It's the fourth one. Let's go. The Final Destination. Yeah, the I've final. grown to love this franchise. I really it's hate amazing. when amazing franchises do that, dude. When they just try to change it up with the, you know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. yeah. The Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say the Suicide Squad because that's a sticking point for Chris. Oh, it is. Oh, annoying. yeah. That is, yeah. The Cowboys. It wasn't even that far away from the last one, which is what really bugged me. It's, yeah. It's miles better than the first one. Yeah, but it was only like a few years Oh, after. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not like it was, you know. I get it. From the 70s and you're yeah. restarting it. I don't know. That just adding the is annoying. It's, it's but what's even worse, arguably, is just renaming it the same thing. Evil Dead twenty thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it but w- that was the Evil Dead to Evil Dead, so it was the opposite. I guess I just the. <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually the opposite. So it's fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's always embarrassing because they go, no, this is an Evil Dead 4. This yeah. is brand new reboot. Yeah. And then it flops and they're like, no, not what? That was Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah. yeah and th- like, because Halloween has like 10 ones that are just called Halloween. Yeah. yeah. It's so not annoying. Three. Whatever. The so. best thing they did was do H. <clears throat> 20 or H2O H2 or whatever. H20. Yeah. H2O is such a weird thing. I know. It's like, a, like, let's just go to the periodic table. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> We're out of things. Halloween. We're out of H2O. titles. Let's just throw a dart at the periodic this is table. Halloween sodium bicarbonate edition. Yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, the latest trilogy of Halloween's have the best titles, dude. Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends. Yeah. That's, dude, Halloween Kills is a fucking insanely good title. Is it? I love that that title, but the movie is dog shit. I haven't seen them yet. I want to. It would help if the movie didn't suck. Yeah. It would help yeah. if the movie didn't suck. Oh, but Halloween kills. Like, that's fucking sick, dude. Yeah. I was so stoked when I heard that. All right, anyways. Anyways, Final Destination is a lot of fun. You know what you're getting into. I actually put this on thinking it was the first one. I was mm-hmm. just like half asleep. Oh. Like, oh, oh, Final Destination. And because I haven't seen them in so long, I thought it was the first one. And this is the one with NASCAR, and then it opens with the NASCAR scene. That really rough racist moment right in the intro? Yeah. That was weird. There's a few. Yeah. There's like the N-word in the first 15 minutes for no reason. 2009 something? Written uh, by Quentin Tarantino, yeah, two, if you know what I mean. 2009, yeah. yeah he, he guest directed that scene. <laughs> he came in, he's like, follow me around the room here. Yeah. It's got a, the script has a severe lack of N-words in it. How yeah. many severed feet do we have yeah. in this picture? Yeah. <laughs> Sir, your line was good race. <laughs> what if what if he went into a closet and there was just a bunch of feet? <laughs> Wouldn't that be scary? They're like, yeah, but how does someone die? The foot I don't know bandit inward. <laughs> he just goes irrelevant, irrelevant, irrelevant to the point. Order me the feet. I'll keep them if it ends up in the movie or not. Uh, but I love the concept of those movies because basically it's like imagine being a writer in that writer room, just, just slamming coffee and fucking Welts's pretzels and just being like, <laughs> how are we gonna kill some people today? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. got to be fun shit. Yeah. Well, it's like they get to a tr- to assign malice to inanimate objects. Yeah. Which is so hilarious. Yeah. Like that, that's why the second one is the best for me because it it strikes home so hard. Like even before Final Destination, the trees and like the 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 rebar coming out of the back of the truck. Dude, yes. Like that's such a a uh, human experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're on a road trip and you see those fucking trucks, it's like oh shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it changed. Yeah. It it just it, it became part of the cultural zeitgeist because of that one scene. Yeah, you yes. know what I mean. Every road trip, you're like, dude, don't get Final Destination. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Get around this fucking vehicle. You know. I bet if those people driving those trucks like get on the highway, like, <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> just swerving in front of people, like, ooh, they're like speed bump. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, the Final Destination is it was a lot of fun. Um, I've got. A couple political thrillers that I'll just fly through okay. that I just want to recommend. Body of Lies, Syriana, Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. and Bridge of Spies. Oh, let's fucking go, dude. I'm not going to be able to breeze through them, am I? <laughs> You're like, let's talk about it. Let's talk about yeah. it. Bridge of Spies. I got to hear this. Okay. He, he, this motherfucker right here, dude, has been avoiding Bridge of Spies genuinely for five or six years. That's Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, right? What? Oh no! Yeah, you're right. I thought I've been avoiding Tinker Taylor. Yes, that, but also Bridge of Spies. Okay, because I talked to you about this when I first saw this, like when it was in theaters, and Chris, you got to fucking see this, and you were like, "Yeah," <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, what the fuck are you talking about?" Mark Rylance. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Duda. Duda. The weird thing about it though is the first hour and a half, it's like a really tense political thriller, spy thriller. Yeah, and then the last half is like a comedy. 
It's a it's a Steven Spielberg joint. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> you know what's funny is like in the first ten minutes, I was like, "Is this Steven Spielberg?" I had no idea. Really? And I it was just the huge production design. Like the camera boomed up on like a 1950 street, Dude. and I was like, "Oh, that's Spielberg." Yep. Yeah. Like he's the only one that's gonna like rent a hundred fucking cars from the era. Yeah. yeah. And like get that. Like, if you got cranes, you got Steven Spielberg. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It just and then Tom Hanks. So I was like, I think this feels like a Spielberg movie. It just had that bombastic yeah. feel to yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was right. You're like this opening shot was 10 million dollars yeah so this is spielberg yeah, yeah no exactly. no doubt yeah. he any he, he's so special when it comes to that and like the uh not choreography but like the placement of the camera in in within a scene the mise-en-scene if you will uh he's so fucking good at that shit man he's <laughs> just you say if you will when it's like that's the intended if you will definition <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was a piece of shit if you will yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you will follow me around the room yeah. here. <laughs> no uh dude i fucking love bridge of spies dude it's it's good. It's solid. That I, last scene, bro. Come I on. I mean, yeah, it's great. It's it's a great film. When they're on a bridge of fucking spies, made man. out of spies, linking hands, forming a bridge. <laughs> yeah. And then as they're crossing the bridge, he looks at camera, and goes, "It's almost as if <laughs> this is a bridge of spies." Goose directed, yeah. <laughs> directed by Steven Spielberg. It has a Star Wars theme for some reason. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I fucking love that movie, man. I'm glad you watched it finally. Yeah, um, but I would want to recommend Body of Lies and Syrian a lot more. Those are Body of hard. Lies is fucking hard as shit, dude. Fucking Shouts hard. to Russell motherfucking Crowe, BB. Yeah. Um, Russell Crowe and Leo, right? Uh, yes. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Fucking hard, man. It's yeah. how fucking politics works. And yeah. this movie came out in the early 2000s. Shit. And so it's like, if you imagine that's how politics are, imagine what they're doing now. Yeah, facts. It's, yeah. Dude, CIA. Okay. I'm not going to get political here, but America is the biggest terrorist organization in the entire world. <laughs> I'm not going to get political. I'm not going to get political, but I'm going to be start my own commune. Is um, I'm not. I'm not going to get political, but I'm going to put myself on a list right <laughs> yeah. now by saying this into a microphone. But holy shit! But yeah. fuck Joe McCarthy. How about that? <laughs> um, Barry Lyndon. Yeah. Snooze fest. I tried. You finished it finally. I finished it, yeah. Um, snoozies. Snoozies. Big snoozies. Damn. Thing. Is there anything that you love about that movie? Cinematography. Uh, yeah, cinematography. It's arguably beautiful. Every sure. single, every, a lot of the shots are. I mean, every shot's like beautiful, and a lot of them are actually composed from purely re- natural light, right? Uh, if not natural light, um, walls of light that make okay. lateral. He's very known for doing those huge fucking like like light. a beam essentially. Yeah, like yeah. basically like shutting down an entire power grid. Dish. Or it's like yeah, let's create the sun. Yeah, 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 like in The Shining, how yeah. there was like 20 10Ks out there. It was a literal fire hazard. It yeah. burnt the set down like twice. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, uh, Barry Lyndon, uh, boring. I just, it was so boring. It's beautiful. And a lot of the shots are composed from like paint, literal paintings. Sick. So like there's like shots where you see, it's like, damn, this literally looks like a Renaissance painting. Yeah. yeah. It's because it is. Might yeah. be, yeah. Um, it's just a guy that goes around like cucking everyone in Europe. Yeah. Like just being a fucking opportunist and just being it's fine it's i just it's not my bag baby so crazy that that's after 2001 insane yeah and i said this in another episode 2001 covers the scope of humanity and it's two hours long this is three and a half and it's just a guy that fucks europe yeah 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 so weird (laughs) so excited for napoleon though yeah, that's well, a shame he did. Well, at least it's uh, Roger uh, fucking... Jesus Christ, what's his name? Ridley Roger? Scott. Ridley Scott is the director. No, Roger, Roger Deacon's favorite fucking Kubrick film. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I asked Roger Deacon. He and you're did like, ch- fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> to his face. What if I said that? My knee-jerk reaction. He'd probably laugh. <laughs> probably. 
I just, oh, fuck, I don't even want you to sign this. And I just walk away. Yeah. Now he changed it. He's like, oh, no, 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 Dr. Strangelove. And yeah, I was like, all right, right that's, that's better. That's better. That's an actual movie I like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. But as a, as a cinematographer, I can see why he said Barry Lyndon. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. It's, it's fucking beautiful. Yeah. But. All right. Last thing, species. Oh, fuck yeah. Ooh. It's Under the Skin meets Alien. Yeah. H.R. Geiger did the alien design. Geeker. It's H- so needlessly horny. <laughs> yeah. H.R. <laughs> Geiger, dude. He, he popped off. Um, but uh, it's great. It's very, it's horny. It's campy. It's ridiculous. Very funny. There's like Forrest Whitaker plays an empath. Oh, nice. <laughs> he's like a psychic, basically, where he's like, he walked it, he walks into, which is, he's useless, by the way. Like, <laughs> he's like heart in Captain Planet. Yeah. Like, he walked, he walks into like hotel rooms covered in blood, and he's like, something bad happened here. <laughs> like, no shit, Forrest Whitaker. Like, he, he, everything he offers to the investigative team is just the obvious thing yeah like, it's so apparent looks like he was decapitated next to like a head yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he's like I, i'm an empath i can sense that he was decapitated <laughs> i can sense that he was in pain when he was getting his head cut off yeah and and then like empathize with that yeah <laughs> like the whole thing is about a test subject that you know blah blah, blah get, escapes or whatever and he's watching a videotape of like them experimenting on this little girl and he's like she didn't like that <laughs> No shit, dude. Jesus. She's in pain. He, he's, he's like feeling her pain. He's like, Ugh. she's in pain. No, no. But go check out Species, dude. It's the best movie about an alien searching for a cream pie I've ever seen. Oh, let's go. Second best for me. Under the Skin? Yes. Under the Skin goes hard. Yeah. Species is so horny, though. Yeah. I, re- I remember sneaking that movie from like a Hollywood video or something like that. And just being like, I shouldn't be watching this. Yeah. Like, I certifiably, this is a bad idea. And then the, like, guy, the clerk at the video store is like, God bless you, son. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, here you go. You're like 12 years old. You're just like, it's forming your sexual preferences <laughs> as you're watching like an alien He's film. like, you know what I think you'd like? Here's Solo. Yeah. <laughs> For a 12-year-old. Here. Here's Come and See. Yeah. Have fun, kid. Yeah, exactly. I'd probably just cry. Yeah. <laughs> That's it for me. All righty. Now we get into finally... Killers of the Mother Effing Flower Moon. Now, Marty scores these joints. Marty, Marty scores. Martin Scorsese. We know how to say his fucking name, but for the bit, Marty scores these. It is Marty scores these. It, it is, is Marty scores certifiably. Yeah. This is also, I believe, the first time he's appeared on screen in the same movie as De Niro, which firmly puts this in the Taxi Driver cinematic universe. <laughs> Which yeah. is my favorite thing about this movie. It's pre... Th- this is the prequel to Taxi Driver. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah technically. Yeah, Taxi Driver went on. He su- survived yeah. and went on to... Drive taxis. Drive taxis. Yeah, exactly. At a younger age. And then he got younger and started saying the N-word in taxis for some reason. Yep. Weird how directors do that. They're like, I'm going to put myself in the movie and say the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the only time you can do that. Yeah. I wrote it, though. It's fine. Yeah. No, this is what the ca- I didn't say it. It's and the I character. I wrote it, but I didn't say yeah. it. And I'm playing the character that says it, but it's fine. And I'm really going to put some stank on it when yeah. I say it, too. <laughs> put some real fucking spicy mustard on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> where he's just like, are you rolling? I can finally... I, I got to get this out of my system. Yeah. I got to say it. <laughs> Day one, shot one. <laughs> <laughs> Production schedule, N-word, N-word, N-word. Dude, like, imagine, I imagine Quentin when he's not shooting himself <laughs> N-word. He's just in the wilderness shouting it. <laughs> he has to get it out of his system. 
fine. All right, we'll go there. Um, just went there I think for it's funny. <laughs> yeah, just imagining him. Just he has this need to say it. Yeah, and he's just got to get it out of the system. Anyways, uh, yeah, Marty scores these films. You know, they're kind of like the DMV. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Did what? you see this kid? No. Martin Scorsese movies are like going to the DMV. You gotta do it every once. In I a while. I gotta do it every once in a while. It's never not been tedious. Yeah. God. I don't even want to bring it up. Anyway, is it like a TikTok? I brought, I brought it up, but I didn't want to. It's, yeah, that, it's that one Marvel kid where it's like oh, my favorite God. movies are fucking the Avengers, the Greatest Showman, the Greatest Showman, yeah. and yeah, arguably yeah. the worst movie to pick as your favorite movie. Yeah, The Room would be a better choice. But he was like, uh, he said that Martin Scorsese movies are like going to the DMV. Martin Scorsese, you need to do them every four years. You need to do it, but it's not fun and it's tedious. And it's tedious. That's what he said. I'm so glad he took his dick out of his Captain America Funko yeah, Pop what the fuck? long enough to say <laughs> the worst take imaginable yeah. onto the internet. My man is wearing fucking Captain America underoos right now, dude. For sure. Yeah. The the greatest working That kid director. sleeps in a car bed, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fucking grandma's But it's a fucking bed. sweet car. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's just Funko Pop as fuck, yeah. kids, dude. It's hilarious to say that when it's like, this is is this is the most anticipated movie of several years, right? Yeah. I mean it's it's Scorsese, De Niro, yeah. Leo all together. Yeah. Fuck me up. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. this is easily one of the most uh, anticipated films of the year. Yeah. Uh, From one of the greatest working director, yeah. probably. I mean De Niro like after the Irishman, I was like, ah, maybe he's too old to keep acting. And then you, I saw this and I was like He's fucking incredible. Still, still, dude. still phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, because he's been doing bad grandpa and shit. Like, yeah, between Scordy's movies, Robert De Niro is just fucking acting. Like, he, that's all he does. He's a fucking actor. He's a working actor. He's fucking acting his ass off. But like, it is just a special project when Marty Scorsese and Robert De Niro are together. Yes, and it just makes me uh, like so grateful to be born in the generation that we are. T- so that we can see these movies for the first time in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's... A, and anybody that's like... That's complaining about the runtime of the movie, it's fucking long for sure. It's three and a half hours long. It's as long as a fucking football game with overtime. Like, it's a fucking long movie. But go eat shit if you don't watch this movie in theaters. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like how that your runtime is equated to football game. Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where it's well, you were the, the ultimate American. Yeah. <laughs> well, you went to film school university. That's what happens. You're like, where's that restaurant? Oh, it's about a couple football fields that way. Yeah. It's like that's all your that's the American unit of measurements is exactly. football game length yeah. and the I, football field. I just meant it's long. Yeah. Um but it's like I like if you can't hold your piss for fucking three hours, dude. If you can't figure that shit out, it's not I even. Couldn't, I couldn't. I went, it, oh yeah, yeah it's do. not even holding your piss. It's it's holding your attention. It's like exactly. It's that's what people are complaining about. It's like it's so long. It is long. Yeah, it's not a TikTok but, video, stupid. But yeah, fuck <laughs> me with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Y- y- we get more. It's of long, a, but yeah. fuck me with it. You it's, know? It's like being alive during. Like like you said, we're in an era where like an amazing director is releasing films. In, we get to see in theaters. Who wants less of that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, exactly. oh, I, I, I want the movie to be an hour and a half. Like, no, I would like a Scorsese movie to be fucking... A Scorsese movie. But yeah. you know... He's it, been doing this forever, dude. Yeah. yeah. It makes total sense that he, that person specifically said that as someone that is like a Funko Pop human that watches Marvel movies and yeah. stuff like that. It's like, this is not for them, just like those movies he likes are not for us. True. You know what I mean? 
Yes, but, but also fuck him up his asshole. But I, I don't get, like, I can at least appreciate a Marvel movie when it is good. Right. I mean, I'm not saying, whatever, I don't want to have this fucking same debate we've had a million times on the show where it's like cinema, not cinema. Like, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. whole meme. But like, like, dude, I, is your complaint that there wasn't like 30 callbacks to to <laughs> it, to all the other scores? Yeah. And then uh, what do you want? Tax he hasn't been setting this movie up into this yeah. sporty cinematic universe for yeah. three years. You when want, does like, Jake LaMotta show up and run a casino? Yeah. Like in the <laughs> climax of Killers of the Flower Moon, like Raging Bull isn't going to walk in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like and the, and with his intro music, everyone's like, oh! Molly Burkhart will return. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, she won't. She died of cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's 50 years old. But that's the whole fucking point of it, dude. Like, yeah. that, this is fucking cinema on a grand scale. Like, yeah. there is not a more accomplished director in cinema history than fucking yeah. Marty Scorsese, dude. Yeah. Because he's been doing it so consistently for so many fucking years. Yeah. There are movies of his that I have not seen. And I know for a fact that motherfucker is one of the greatest living filmmakers of all fucking time. Yes. There's no doubt. Easily. Casino, Goodfellas, Silence. The Departed. The Departed. Fucking A. Gangs of New York. Gang- Dude, the list goes on and My on and on. My favorite director. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sick because he also, a lot of his stuff is very historical and accurate. Yes. Like, it's not really like... And it's so fucking violent and- in a way that's not like... Like hyper violent? It's matter of fact violent. Yeah, yes. It's hyper real. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love it, dude. I love how it's just... Uh, on, like, totally just, here's your angle, here's the death, that's so, it. So, aside from that, to get into, like, the movie itself, like, what did you? What are your first reactions to, to the movie itself? Uh, Masterpiece. Yeah. 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 I fucking, lo- yeah, I fucking love it. It's in my top three now, I think, of Scorsese's. Whoa. Wow, that's, yeah. that's very, very high that's praise. That's high praise, dude. I liked it a lot. I it's, don't. I don't know where I would place it personally. I don't know yet either, but it's really something. Dude. I want to see it again. Yeah, I've, I saw it twice. I saw it the right. next night too. Let's I'm glad you go. brought up the runtime too, because like you texted us, and I know you do this for like Nolan movies and you know other movies that you're really excited for. You buy the whole <laughs> row in the theater first yeah. of all, usually, because <laughs> you're like, no one's fucking this up for me. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. buy the whole row, and then you you dehydrate. You don't drink water all day so that you don't piss. You do like a so, bodybuilding tactic where <laughs> yeah. you like. <laughs> yeah. After twelve o'clock, I'll only have one drink of one glass of water. Yeah. It just took you just like taking one sip of water, just rationing like one. <laughs> like tiny... writing it down in a notebook, like one sip, twelve forty four p.m. <laughs> Getting but, an IV of hydration yeah. before you go in. But that's how genuinely. That's how much I fucking care about watching this movie. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. and movies like this where no, it's that's like awesome. Yeah. It's a it's a long run time. Yeah. I don't want to fuck it up for myself. I exactly. want to enjoy all of it the way it's intended. And yeah. I don't want to be sitting there like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Fucking pissed. Like, yeah. dude, yeah. I was... going to pop. You know what? That actually worked for me one time because when I went to see Get Out in theaters, uh, I had to pee so fucking bad near the end of it. But that was when things were like really popping the fuck off, which made it pop off even harder because I was like, oh, I'm about to piss myself. And this is scary. And you pissed yourself in the theater. Yeah, and then I... It was definitely because the movie was so scary. And and then I got everyone's attention, and I was like, guys, I just peed myself in this movie theater. <laughs> it's so embarrassing for me, isn't it? I would not like just to be like shamed that. for this big yeah. piss in my pants. Oh, no. So much piss on this seat in my wiener. <laughs> oh, no, my white shorts are soaked. <laughs> They're totally yellow now. You're in a full white outfit. <laughs> Just one big... Oh, yellow. no. Oh, no. Did I pee my pants during a scary movie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, 
Yeah, man, I got to do that. I got, I got to. Yeah. It's, um, I don't know what it is, man. It's just you. I get you take the preparation. You pregame, you yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I was laughing pre-game. so hard because you, you text, yeah, because you texted us. So you were like, you were like, uh, like guys, don't forget to dehydrate yourself all day or something. You said like avoid fluids today or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I, is ha- I, I just, I just said the runtime. I said the the runtime is th- over three hours. Yeah, avoid uh, fluids. Don't drink any yeah. fluids. Yeah. And then you walked into the theater looking like dry SpongeBob. Like, <laughs> I hate it. One piece of popcorn would my have lips are all fucking. <laughs> my lips are cracked and yeah. <laughs> you die in the theater. <laughs> so how was the movie? Directed by Marty Scorsese. Uh. <laughs> you fly. There's some for some reason a heart rate monitor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alma draft card. I just put up body bag on the order. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You just still smiling from the movie experience, <laughs> and they come like crouching in front of the screen with a body bag. They're yeah, like, like another one. God yeah. damn it! God damn it! Another cinephile lost to a Scorsese. Yeah. <laughs> Scorsese's runtime. Uh, They're calling him the Quiet Killer. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I guess you got killed of the Flower Moon. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Congratulations. Yeah. All right. Uh, what were your first impressions? Same thing. Yeah, Maybe fucking loved it. Yeah. Um, I don't. Yeah. It's hard. It, I mean, as okay as far as story goes, let's get into the story of, of the movie itself. I mean, you've read the book, yes. Uh, it's you've presented read... much differently in the book. I will say. So, what what are the main differences of the the movie in the book? Main differences, I would say, is that they spend... the story is still accurate. Yeah, yeah, the story is still accurate. Um, they just uh, the book is presented as things are a lot more uh, matter of fact, I guess, because he was a newspaper journalist that. He basically compiled all these facts and set up the timeline himself, and even the writer of the book. The writer of the book, and there's even the last portion of the book is an epilogue where he himself goes to uh, the remnants of these reservations, talks to people, uncovers even more of the conspiracy in the book that isn't mentioned in the movie. Oh damn! Fucking crazy shit. Um, so that you you don't really need in the movie, but the way they present Hale in the book is pretty different because the first half. Uh, Hale played by Robert De Niro. De Niro. Uh, yeah, they don't portray him as someone that could ever do any wrong ever at all until pretty far into it, and then so like they start to plant the seeds well into you being like this Hale guy is great. Well, here's the thing: the the biggest different, like you said, the biggest difference with between the the movie and the script is like you know Hale's in on it from essentially from the, the beginning, the jump. But they had a script where Hale was definitely more disguised okay throughout the film but it's like they didn't want to lean on having a twist in the movie at all sure especially if you have robert de niro playing him where it's like you already know him for being a bad guy in a lot of movies you know what i mean yeah so it's it's it would be pretty easy to figure out the twist and they didn't want to lean on the crutch of having a twist in the movie no i like they they laid it it out pretty plainly i I like the way scores scores did it it's i mean the to have a twist at all is something that's like you have to set it up pretty masterfully. Yeah, and I'm not saying that I don't think he and it can. would be hard to do. Like I said, with Robert De Niro as the main, yeah. like you would ex- suspect him the whole fucking time. Yeah, like the, I was just thinking about that. How could you? Like all these people are just like, and how could you not see him as like the orchestrator of everything? Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, Jesse Plemons' character, the FBI agent who used to be a Texas Ranger, that guy is a fucking badass in real life they didn't really tom white tom white yeah they didn't really go into too much detail on him in the movie they just sort of let him 
display himself as a guy that gets shit done. Well, the original script, and uh, another reason why they changed that is the original script, Tom White was the main <laughs> character. Ah. And they were going to frame it, uh, uh, Leonardo, Di- Leonardo DiCaprio was originally uh, signed on to play him, Tom White. Sick. But uh, after developing the film more and more and more, they decided, okay, we don't want uh, Robert De Niro to be like the, the twist of the movie. And we also want to focus more on the love story between uh, uh, Lily Gladstone's character, fucking Molly, Molly and Ernest. Yep. And uh, whenever that was sort of like figured out, like, okay, let's, let's not make this about the FBI agent or the BOI agent. Let's make this more about the Osage story. Uh, and that's whenever Leonardo DiCaprio instead signed on to play Ernest. Cool. And they framed it more in Molly's story, which is like the th- that was like their crux of the movie. It's like we want her to be our narrative throughout. Yeah, no, her as like the pillar of the narrative yeah. makes total sense because she's at the very well, middle of everything. Exactly, it's all connected to her yeah. and her family. Yeah, and it should be considering if you're doing Killers of the Flower Moon, you don't want to do it from the white people's perspective. And well, that was time. That like, was what the original script was. It was from the perspective of the FBI agent the whole time. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Another thing in the book, it it goes into pretty great detail about um, Hoover and what an absolute petulant manchild asshole he was in regards to like demanding answers for these murders because he wanted he wanted to get these murders solved not as a uh like in good faith as like a good person would do to like help alleviate the anxieties of an entire culture, but to be the guy that got something done. So yeah. he he just said that they got the guy and then just left them to go fuck themselves, basically. Yeah. Means to an end, though, you know? Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, uh, another he... reason for that, though, is, like, they didn't acknowledge necessarily the, the president or Hoover at all um, because they wanted this to focus on the Osage and yeah, the no, Osage it, alone. It feels, it feels like they... Sort of like how from their perspective you wouldn't be able to rely on those government entities at all because you're an osage indian Mm -hmm. it makes sense to not include them in the story since they're basically non-existent well i think we talked about this a little bit after the movie too after we saw it like if you saw hoover come in or if he was more if the president or if hoover was more prevalent to white savior the whole fucking movie yeah and then, then it would be uh it just it already is jam-packed it's better to allude to it yeah Yeah. more than to like stack it with you know like oh let's get some other star to make a crazy cameo yeah even though this was a star-studded cast and i like that shout out wes anderson was he in it no for just having star-studded oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) well i was like when (laughs) what the fuck the lawyer for the osage stands up he's like is that it becomes symmetrical i mean it's just like oh the camera just goes it's like oh your honor flips the scarf fuck you dude this did become a wes anderson film at one point the fucking ooga, ooga. oh my god! Yeah. Fucking Robert De Niro pulls up with the fucking the spectacles, dude, with the fucking silent film spectacles. Yeah. That was the one of the funniest things I've seen, dude. I that shit was time. so funny. Dude. He looked like the guy that's like, are you looking for moose and squirrel? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who he played in a fucking movie? Oh shit! <laughs> Reprising his role, shit. yeah. Dude, he rolled up to Leonardo DiCaprio wearing these like fucking aviator goggles in like a Model T, yeah, or something. It's like it literally sounded like oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, hey, come outside, oh, 
And then he comes out. He's like, we got to get out of town. <laughs> he's being, I'm going to Fort Worth. <laughs> he's being dead serious about the murder of an entire culture. Yeah. And he's just like, they're on to us, Leo. <laughs> and he's wearing these goggles. And I was laughing. I think we were the only people laughing. Of course, yeah. Because No, well, the, the the people next to us during the uh, Native American baby funeral, they were laughing, which I thought was an odd choice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a very weird moment to yeah. laugh. Um, it's a fucking tiny ass casket. Oh, <laughs> Jesus! What is oh. that? A shoebox? Yeah. No, but uh, he rolled up in those fucking glasses, and I was just laughing so hard, thinking of just like, what if like Leo's character? What if Ernest was just like, <laughs> like yeah. the whole time? He's like, what's so funny? <laughs> just sitting there in those. He's glasses. like almost cross-eyed in his fucking yeah. spectacle. Leo, Leo listen look- to me. <laughs> Take this seriously, Leo. We have to go to... Leo, what is so goddamn fun? Leo, this Model T reaches supersonic speeds of 30 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, we're going off to Fort Worth. He's like outrunning the car. <laughs> like, like, uh, off to Fort Worth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 fucking thing. Ping, ping. <laughs> the wheels fucking go. The Flintstones their way to fucking Fort Worth. They just... Yeah, but, 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 they pull a horse out of the trunk and then just. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we're ready for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No wheels at all. Yeah. We need to look into who's doing these murders as he goes by on his <laughs> fucked up Model T, being dragged by horseback. He just. It's literally doing a dick dastardly cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> and just, and the, all the Native Americans looking at him like you know like mean mugging them in the neighborhood, and he's just like. <laughs> going by in his stupid fucking glasses just like I'll put up a thousand dollars to find the murderer <laughs> what? we're all trying to find out who this is dude as soon as he said that line I was like oh yeah, I wrote, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> like, I wrote that down immediately. Like, yeah, like, there's a string of murders happening. They're all, and he's in this Native American tent listening to it's them. It's all of Molly's family being murdered. Yeah, yeah, brutally, systematically. Imagine, ki- yeah. imagine killing someone's entire family and keeping it a secret, and then being like, "I will fork over a thousand dollars, dude. Yeah. Fuck, yeah, <laughs> you're insane." Yeah. We're and all trying lo- to find out who did this. But it was such a good reveal in that, like, they're in—they're literally in a tent surrounded by like the the Osage leadership, and they're all like, "Oh, the, the white men are, are are doing this, and we need to go to Washington." That to monologue, figure- by the way, dude, fucking amazing, dude. Uh, and those the actual Osage people, like, you I know, believe that, yeah, fucking killing it, dude. Uh, they're explaining what's going on and how they can't trust these white people. And then hard cut to fucking Robert De Niro at the same fucking in the same tent, like a thousand dollars for whoever can yeah. like, you know what? You've always been a great friend. Yeah. yeah. It's like, Oh my God, dude, they're he's like, right guys, there. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Well, I got frustrated in the movie for that reason. And after a while, but I want to, but, like, but that just goes to show how much, how much trust he earned with those people. You know right, what I mean? Yeah. They trusted no, him. Yeah, undeniably, it it shows how much he ingratiated himself in their culture, and yeah. especially they didn't really go into much. They mentioned it and they talk about it, but they didn't really go into it really about the concept of like guardianship. Yeah, and so like head rights, all that. Yeah, so like over time, that specific tribe was basically cornered into that part of Oklahoma where the U.S. government was like, "This land has no value. Sure, you can have it." And then they found the oil, and they're like, fuck! Yeah. <laughs> you need help with that oil? Yeah. Immediately, they're like, Yo, you, you you actually can't handle your own finances. Yep. So that's what happened. And they're yep. like, we'll assign this white man as your guardian, and he'll take your money, and he'll 
Uh, it's $35 is an awful lot of meat. Anyways, I'm part of the KKK. You know, yeah. That fucking guy. Dude, when hey, he said, Tom, yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, Ernest, how's it going? That was such a, that's like, uh, it's like a one, not even a one second long joke. No, no. no and no. it's perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Dude, Scorsese is so fucking good at that, like, unintentional comedy yeah. that is yeah. fully intentional. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, it's just part of the story and like the... I guess it's just situational comedy. It's almost like a sitcom, if you will. Oh, wow. The situational comedy is indeed like a sitcom. Kills of the Flower Moon, the best sitcom of 2023. <laughs> they invent a new Oscar for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the fucking white financial overseer shit. And so he yeah. was trusted so much, but it was so ridiculous for them to be like, we can't trust white people. And then right to De Niro, like, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, I will donate $1,000 to investigate. Oh, it's right back in my pocket. Would you look at that? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's fucking. But I, but also, it is, it's on the tip of everyone's tongue. It's the elephant in the room in, in every aspect of the story where it's like, yeah, these white people are gunning for head rights and money and all of that. Especially with, with Molly at the very beginning where it's like, oh, Coyote wants money. And he's like... And and where Leo's like, I love money. You know what I mean? And he's unabashed about it. You know what I mean? He's very... Yeah. That's kind of like the charm of Leo in this movie yeah. is that he's so transparent. Yes. He's so stupid that he is transparent. Yeah. And it makes him likable yes. in a really weird way. Yeah. And that's what Molly liked about him. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's like, oh, he can't betray me. He's an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. That's Dude. how she felt. Okay. But I, it, but he's pretty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That was the whole thing. <laughs> and then it cut to him looking like fuck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like his blue eyes. And it cuts to him with his fucking fucked up teeth, like. <laughs> yeah. Look at him. Look at that hot coyote Dude. over there. Yeah. I, I love that she refers to him as a coyote from the get go. Because after I read that, I also got a Native American mythology book, and I read that coyotes in their culture are the they see coyotes the way the Norse saw Loki. So they're like trickster gods. Whoa. So in like Native American myth, the coyote is like the antagonist of a story. Mm, so damn. to immediate, like if you're clued into that and you haven't read Killers of the Flower Moon, you're immediately like, oh, he's going to fuck everything up. He's going to be the trickster. He's going to whatever. Damn. Yeah. I, I just really love that little touch. Yeah. Like, oh, no, it's great. It's well, great. It didn't even seem like that's what made it so annoying also is because they knew white people were fucking them up. They knew they were orchestrating all of these tragedies and systematically wiping out their entire bloodline. Yeah. No and investigation. No investigation. No investigation. No investigation. But then it just like kept... And Leo's the worst liar of all time in yeah. this movie. Or, yeah. And it's like, do you know but, what happened? He's like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. But, but it's also not him doing this. He's just yeah. complicit. Yeah. And that, that was the whole... Uh, that was the crux of what uh, Scorsese was talking about. It's not about... It's not about the evildoers necessarily. It's about the people that who were complicit in the crime. But also, Ernest loved Molly. Yeah, it's and it's a, very nuanced to their relationship. Yeah, it's very apparent in the movie, but it was also really apparent to the people involved in the story. Those, those Osage people live to this day and and talk about their relationship. And it's like they were in love, no matter what he was doing to her. But he was being he was being manipulated by his uncle, his family. You know what I mean? Doing the same thing that you know that he was just following orders essentially he was right complicit. the same way he did in the world war one exactly yeah. it was and weird. they also alluded uh, this is uh was like film school guy kind of analyzed this this is not me doing this but it's like whenever Ernest got back from the war they're talking about how his gallbladder exploded that was hinting, 
hinting to the idea that like Ernest has no guts, like he he can't stand uh, up for himself like that. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was more of like a he's so funny he busted a gut. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> with, with his gut busting humor. Yeah. Exactly. No. It, uh, Are you sure you change him? Yeah. I, I, I love his matter of fact way of like just telling like like in that intro where they're talking together and he's like so you messed up your stomach he's like yep busting my gut yeah, yeah like my i have an exploded stomach yeah and yeah. you're just like yep busted so you like women it was just like so i love them soft and big yeah and yeah. Yeah. yeah red and white and blue yeah <laughs> so i don't really care yeah uh yeah he was it was interesting to see how he was doing all these terrible things but you could still tell he actually did like molly yeah that, that, no, he loved her for real. That double-sided thing to be like, "I love you, darling," and then go blow up your and sister's then poison house. her for two decades. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But not only that, but like even at the end, whenever they they give her they give him the final vial, it's like, "All right, make sure she takes all of this," and then he drinks half of it. Yeah, you Fucking know, party, dude. No, but he, I, I think that that goes to always <laughs> like, I do, he's like, I don't want to do that. I I, I can't. I can't. He, he could also have it. not done that at all. True. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, but you could tell he was internally conflicted. Yeah. yeah. But it was just like the things he were doing he was doing, it's not like he was like having an affair or no. something. He like, just he had was no killing power. her whole family. Yeah. He was just that spineless yeah. to yeah. be like yeah. gutless, if you will. If you will. <laughs> Missing his gut from a gallbladder injury, if you if will. If you will. <laughs> if you will. A metaphor. Um but yeah, uh He was a fucking dipshit per se. Yeah. <laughs> He did play a great dipshit, dude. This is gonna sweep Oscars, man. Oh, she, yeah. Molly, the woman that played Molly. Oh, Lil, Lily uh, Gladstone. She dude, was Annie f- was great too. Yeah, Annie was great. Yeah, <clears throat> dude, all, dude, all the performances really. Movie yeah, were, like were they're really fucking amazing. Casting is perfect, uh, dude. The guy that uh, the fucking uh, call it friendo, he was the KKK guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fucking. Yeah. The cashier guy, yeah. dude. The even like the the subtle character, the smaller characters, Blackie, yeah, fucking hilarious, so good. The fucking the really tall dude that looked like the the florist from uh oh yeah yeah from the town yeah he looked like He's Daniel like, well, Day Lewis shit, man dishevel- yeah. yeah disheveled twenty years yeah for sure that yeah. guy was fucking amazing. Sturgill Simpson was actually really good in this. Who was fucking terrible in the creator. Sturgill Simpson, who's that? He's, he's an animator, right? No, Sturgill Simpson is the, uh, he's a country music artist, dude. Oh, shit, all right. And he was in The Creator as, like, uh, uh, John David Washington's best friend, that fucking guy. Oh. Terrible in that movie. In yeah. this movie, he fucks, dude. Wait, I bet I know who he played. He's the the cowboy, the fucking, the, the rodeo. The rodeo guy? I knew it. I oh, could smell right, he right. wasn't an actor right when it started. But he was, like, charismatic he was yeah. and yeah, fucking Yeah, he good. was fine. But, like, when it started, I was like, this guy's probably a real rodeo clown. I think that's why he's here. <laughs> No, he looks like a legit cowboy. Yeah. Not an actor playing a cowboy. Exactly. Yeah, and I guess it was... Scorsese does that so fucking well, dude. He'll he'll cast... Well, fucking casting uh, Jim... What's the comedian's name from... uh, Brewer. No, fuck. Bald guy. He's into, like, trans... Jim Gaffigan? Oh, Jim Norton. Jim Norton. Casting him... As uh, he likes fucking chicks with dicks. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Jim Norton. As as uh, as Don Rickles, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, that was perfect. Yeah, he does that shit all the time. Where it's like, it's like a non traditional actor. Well, he'll pick, and it's like, oh, it blossoms in this role. Yeah. Um, who else was gonna? Oh, dude, Brendan Fraser and John Lithgow. Oh, oh my god, that, dude, those I cameos. completely for. Okay, first of all, I forgot Brendan Fraser was in this at all. So when I saw him, I was like, let's fucking go. Yeah. And then I didn't know at all that John Lithgow was in Lithgow, Lithgow, whatever. I didn't know he was in it at all. So I was also like, let's fucking go when I yeah. saw him. I love those moments. Yeah. Let's like, Lithgow. Oh shit. <laughs> 
Let's fucking go. <laughs> you say that in the theater. Everyone's like, dude. Bianca's here, by the way. Oh shit. oh, shit. I'll let her in. Did you ever, did you see that TikTok where it was in the theater of, it was like a screening of Across the Spider-Verse, and it was like that really, Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> it, was that, it was that really emotional moment where like, Miles is like telling his mom that he's like, Mom, I'm Spider-Man. He's like a Miles Teller, if you will. Oh, yeah. He's like Miles telling her. <laughs> and uh, she, someone in the theater goes like, Mom, I'm black. And no one laughed. Oh. And it made it really awkward. It's it's like it lives in my mind forever. I don't know how to, I don't know. I got you. Yeah. Hi, V. Hello. Hello. Oh. <laughs> All right. We'll be with you in a bit. Yeah. Um, Do you have an appointment? <laughs> I'm here to see Vivian. We don't have you. I've got a 1:30 with Vivian. Okay. Um. Uh. So one thing we were talking about all the actors I wanted to bring up. Fucking uh, Jesse Plemons. Yes. You, he was oh, great. He yeah. was great. But did you know? I saw this crazy fact on Twitter. Do you know he's been in every single Best Picture nominee since 2018? What? What? Yeah. Yeah. That make, that checks out. It's insane. That checks out. And that's just something I read on Twitter. I don't know if it's actually true. Dude has one of the best character actor uh, slates ever, dude. Like filmographies. He's such a non-actor. It's weird. But he does amazing. Yeah. No, he's a character actor. What do you mean? I don't know. Like, he's the same average Joe in most of his movies. He just does it perfectly. But he kills it. He's always so fucking good, though. He he just knows what he is. But look at Richard Jenkins. Look at fucking Philip Seymour Hoffman. Or, I mean, I guess Philip Seymour Hoffman changed up Yeah, but that was, like, several decades in. But, like, it's those actors that can do anything, that that are just fucking consummate professionals and fucking everything. Look at him in Game Night, dude. He's hilarious in that fucking movie. But he plays it so straight that's big that's why he's so good yeah. he's an actor that can literally act in anything yeah I, I think that's one of the funniest lines in comedy history ever delivered oh my god the frito-lay line how could that be possible for frito-lay that is one of someone the petting the dog like someone yeah. made a meme about uh, about it for this dude where it's like yeah we're the bureau of investigation trying to figure out who's <laughs> figured about these frito-lay prices yeah. you know what, I mean? what about them well how they're making them <laughs> <laughs> so i lost it that i was like oh i've entered major niche Cinema, cinephile meme yeah, corner now. Where it's, yeah. it's memes for like 30 or 40 people yeah. in the world. Where it's like, oh, if you, this is a new movie and you've seen this trailer and it also references one of the funniest lines from this other movie that ever, like, it's like, I'm, I'm in a fucking corner now. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I'm so fucked. <laughs> like reading that, just being like, oh yeah. The algorithm knows me. Yeah. Straight Why up. Why am I single? Like, cause I get these memes. <laughs> cause these memes are funny to me. Yeah. Um, anyways. Uh, and I'm a masochist. Yeah. Um, dude, the when they are like, listen, I need you to take them out at the same time. He's like, how about some dynamite? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how about we blow up the goddamn town? <laughs> dynamite, the perfect crime. Fuck subtlety at this point. Yeah. You're literally bombing your own town. But yeah. I love it when they're driving back and he's like, that was too much dynamite. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that maybe went a little too much on the dynamite. Like dropped a fucking dirty bomb in a neighborhood in a yeah. suburb. Just like, oh yeah, they left the stove on. Yeah, please don't look into this. <laughs> please don't look yeah. into this. <laughs> it's insane because, like, think about being okay. It's the 1920s. <clears throat> Radio is like maybe something that entertains you if you can afford one. You can you've maybe read three or four books in your life. Mm-hmm. Your window explodes one night. What the fuck could that be? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That's insane. Like, oh, the aliens are here. 
That's <laughs> yeah. immediately what you would assume. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Just like, oh God, don't know what happened there. Insane. It's fucking terrifying. And she, and like, of course, that along with the fact that Lily's or uh, Lily Gladstone, fuck, what's Molly. her name? Molly, her entire family's just being offed one by one by one by yeah. one by but one. But then also Molly just came from that house. Oh, that, yeah. And then also the fucking, the scene between Bill, uh, yes, Bill Jones. Bill Smith. Bill Smith and Leonardo DiCaprio when they're sitting there and he's like, oh, would you like a drink? Yeah, I, I think I would. <laughs> it's so no. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you, buddy. That was so weird. I fucking love that scene. I, I loved it, but I was like, hey, man, I don't like that you're taking a moral high ground against I don't Leo. Think, no, I don't, dude, they're looking into a mirror, ground. dude. It's the two Spider-Men fucking doing this. Yeah, literally. No, I don't think it was on a basis of like moral superiority. A file relating this to a fucking yeah. Marvel comic. I think it, he was literally like, you're a threat to me, and I'm going to eliminate you before you eliminate me, because that's how shit goes around here. Maybe. I just, like, that guy's marrying, he like, this person passed away, married the next one, married the next married one. Married his, her sister? You're right. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. person he killed? Bruh. He didn't yeah. kill her, to be Oh, fair. right, right. Yeah, but it, He just wanted her dead for her money. He's like, <laughs> he was slowly killing her. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great scene, though, especially because Ernest doesn't know how to be, like, conniving Con- or yes. witty. Yes. No. So he was just like, I don't think I like it that much. Like, simply. Yeah. yeah. I just simply, like... That's what I like. I love like his a, matter of factness. I don't yeah, like who yeah. you are. And he's like, well, God made me who I am. And he's like, yep, and there's nothing I can do about that. You know, Dude. like, just the, the tension between them, but, like, finally coming to a, a head where, where they just fucking hate each other. Yeah. That was such a cathartic scene, because that is exactly what I wish I could say to some people I know. Yeah. I don't fucking you know like you. Talking, you're like, yeah. you know what? I actually don't like you. Yeah. And, I, and I'm just saying it to you flat out, and I don't like pretending to like you anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wish there's, like... That is so cathartic. Be like, damn. Drop the social contract. Oh just, my god, yeah. yeah. Like a coworker, just like you know what? I really, really just don't like talking to you. Yeah. Just, I would love to say that to so many people, dude. God damn. I was like, yeah. My, yeah. I was getting like a like a justice nut watching. Yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> She's like, please, Let's yes. go. Like, oh yes, that is my favorite. Just dunking on somebody with words. <laughs> with words uh the osage rituals were uh detailed within an inch of their fucking life cool. man all of them are historically accurate uh because they uh reached out to like different uh the osage experts in the area and also leadership in oklahoma who are a part of that who are a part of that and the rituals have been passed down from generation to generation so that's they awesome. they literally made those in the same exact spots that those rituals took place like they that's awesome. filmed them right there and this uh also dude shouts to the fact that this was entirely filmed in oklahoma yeah yeah fucking I think not far from us at all respect to all that like the fact that he told it from the osage perspective mostly yep i mean it is starring you know leo and robert de niro but it, the center is molly burkhardt right you can't tell so, the story without those characters yeah right. right so the center was that and then also the location and also the like the consultants the consultants on it like he told the story well like as yeah. well as any white man could ever possibly tell this yeah story. like out of respect to like the culture we genocided essentially he like, gets a pass dude i yeah, mean that, you, that's very like yeah. respect him for actually like like telling the story properly out of respect to them and for people knowing the story, it wasn't like a like a white conqueror's tale. Like, yeah, yeah we no. did it. It yeah. was obviously like about terrible this white is, colonization. This is a history that we don't want forgotten. Yes. Yeah. 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 Now, all right. I feel like we're we're getting ready to to sort of uh, wrap up the film. How do we feel about the last, essentially the last sequence of this movie, which is a, a radio show? Amazing. I love it. I loved it. I thought it was wow. Really, it's it's like featuring Jack White, dude. Yeah. Look oh, out, yeah. man. Look out, man. <laughs> I'm going to impersonate a racist yeah. real quick. 
Look out, man. Fucking, uh, Look out, man. I thought it was a real, it's like a really succinct way to wrap up a lot of story in an already long movie and a, in the extremely entertaining way. Well, okay, so get this, dude. He opens the film with the title cards, the black and white silent film title cards to explain who the Osage are and how rich they are and how they have servants and all of that shit. So at the very end, as opposed to doing like a very standard, like, you know, information dump, like the fucking black, Newspapers. black title credits of like, this happened after Molly Burkhardt passed away, all of that. So instead of doing that, they revert to what Theodore Roosevelt instituted, which was the Bureau of Investigations. The Bureau of Investigations hosted, promoted radio show. Oh, like after his fireside chats? Yeah. Okay. It's like they would do this. And it's it's the inception of true crime and, and true crime stories and telling those to <clears throat> a wide audience for entertainment purposes within a film Within a narrative that is yeah. like, I was so just was like, like period, oh my fucking god, dude! Like period accurate way of like putting a bow on the film, yeah, like yeah, in a medium fucking, that was in the period, yeah. and the way they were doing sound design during the radio, yes, fucking and, amazing, and to lend and to lend it even more, <laughs> like to make it feel like even more like heavy, like heavier to have like, I mean, you see Martin Scorsese on screen, and oh, you're like, man. oh shit. This is like a moment. Well, like, it, that was such a meta moment because he is the one that is telling the story. He is the director of this picture. Mm-hmm. For him to be the one that delivers, you know, her eulogy mm-hmm. and explaining that, you know, she died, you know, 10 years later due to diabetes, there were no mentions of the murders. And to end it as Martin Scorsese, the narr- the, the the narrator of this entire picture, giving it to you on screen with the narrative like that fucking blew me away yeah because of course some people are gonna be like oh he put himself in the movie that was that was a fucking baller move yeah, that no, only like, marty yeah. scores can make and yeah. he's like immortalizing the story using his own star power yeah. like it's but yeah. it's it's also yeah he's putting himself like on the soapbox of being yeah like like i'm telling the story it's important to me yeah to tell yeah. the story this is a forgotten history i want people to know about so there's that you can tell he had a personal investment just in the way he delivered the last yeah thing. like that was, was amazing that was fucking yeah. amazing right, but yeah um yeah so uh and so the the final dance too. I want I want to bring that up real quick. The the final shot that you see, the fucking god shot, that was every extra of Osage, like actual Osage people that was used in the film was included in the last shot. That's sick. And could, it, it was tell. filmed after the fact. Oh, cool. Yeah. Because the, the I mean, no, the, it, it firmly puts you in today when you see like the material their chairs are made out of and stuff like that. Right, right. But like, yeah. So they um. It originally ended with Marty Scorsese saying, you know, like, oh, there were no mentions of the murders cut to black mm-hmm. directed by Marty Scorsese. But he wanted to include a special thank you, essentially, to every crew member and and extra that was Osage that participated in the making of the film. So that's why they're all in that last shot, which is... No, I love that. One of the best final shots yeah. of the fucking year, of the last 10 years, dude. It's yeah. fucking amazing. One of the Osage guys is like, I'm actually in SAG, so I don't know if I can do this right now. <laughs> right. No, but there, that moment uh, with that final like uh, ritual, that drum circle thing, the when it pulled out and I may be getting to film school person on this one, but it, did it look like an eye to you guys? hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. I thought, cause it, holds, I thought, <laughs> I thought that it was the native Americans and the Osage looking back at us at all the people Ooh. like, like a memories of, of murder type thing. Yeah. Kind of like them looking at us, like, look what you did. And like, it's not just like, it's an eye like, looking back. at Maybe you. Maybe I internalized that a little bit as a, as a white guy being like, being like, uh, guilty. <laughs> but like, it was like them looking back at us. Or, but, one to be like, look, our story's told, but also like 
yeah, America, that's what we're built on. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's yeah. what you were are built on. An- another thing about this movie is um, <clears throat> anytime. Okay, I don't know if it's because like like now we're all in our thirties. So now there's this part of our brain that Speak gets... Speak for yourself, dude. Yeah. There's I'm this, a young 29. <laughs> there's this part of our brain that gets activated whenever someone starts talking about history in a movie, and it feels like I'm a lizard sunbathing on a rock, or like I'm a plant photosynthesizing. Like, I'm just like, oh, I'm taking in history. I'm like, mm. this is right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. No, no I, totally. I, I know what you mean. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I've, I went to film school, so now, like, I didn't get a real education, so... <laughs> I feel like the past the past few weeks I've been going down a rabbit hole of just like history. I'm like yeah. maybe I should just like educate myself, and I've yeah. been like fucking. That's what podcasts are for, baby. Yeah, and I'm cut to me like like at Area Fifty One. Like I'm so close to the truth. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. was the fly in the movie? You noticed that Ernest would randomly swat a fly during specific moments. Was there like a specific meaning to that? I, I think, think they that were was... just filming in Oklahoma. I think. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think it was on set and he left it in because it's very na- he had a natural reaction to it. All right. He stayed in character during his reaction to the fly. Yeah, true. And I think that was a moment Scorsese couldn't resist putting in the movie. Dude, he also like did a lot of improvising that Martin, <clears throat> Martin Scorsese and Robert De Niro did not like that <laughs> Leo was doing throughout the film. Really? Like even whenever um, he's driving her for one of the first times and he's like, does that mean Indian for handsome devil? That was improvised. It was a great line. Great line. And it was building up their their connection to each other, and that was uh, really important for Leo to, like, build their attraction and, like, their relationship. And, like, because obviously that's the crux of the film. Dude. Um, another behind-the-scenes bit, though. Uh, Mar- Marty Scorsese said that he was influenced by the pacing of Ari Aster films for the pacing of this film. That so, makes sense, because I've seen him just nut over Ari Aster's films. Dude, he specifically pointed to Midsommar and uh, Bo is Afraid for pacing. Yeah, when I was looking at the penis monster in the attic, I really yeah. thought that would be useful for my Killers of the Flower Moon. <laughs> it's just like white people. <laughs> yeah. I, I love Marty Scorsese's, but I don't understand his fascination with Bo's Afraid. That, that was, uh, As a filmmaker, I could assume that it's probably really fascinating to see how something like that gets made. And I guess stuff. so. But yeah. as a movie watcher, I don't give a fuck about that movie. Yeah, it's a <laughs> pretty mid-ass movie. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. You like the whiplash cuts during the uh, the radio show? Yes. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Like, it, it was doing the whiplash. I was like, it, straight up, I was like, oh, he liked that in whiplash and he's doing yeah. it here. Yeah. Because it would teleport around but the also, But that's what I love about it. More, did, yes, didn't as someone it. that's so old, someone that is still doing new things and being so stylish and hyper-violent and... Well, that's the beauty of, of Scorsese where he's talking about how Scorsese. it's like... How he's influenced so many directors and young directors. And he's like, well, the point of doing that is because I was influenced by the directors of my generation. The fact that I can influence these filmmakers and then see their films and then also be influenced by their films means that film is carrying on. This is... Yeah. The, the film is an ever-evolving thing and I think that's important for... um for any good director is to, to be referential to the, to your, your classics, the, the things that made you, but also be understanding of like what is happening currently in film because it's, it's an art form that's ever evolving. hundred percent. God, it sounds so fucking smart all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I liked it when the boobs. <laughs> uh, God, I fucking love this movie. Yeah, it's great, dude. The Molly Burkhart is incredible. or the woman that played Molly Burkhart yeah. is gonna. I hope she gets the best actress. I really hope so. she was Gladstone. so. Yeah, she was so good that it got to the point. It reminded me. This is a weird comparison, but it reminded me of in the Dark Knight. I was excited to see the Joker again. Yeah. Anytime the Joker ended scene, I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. Yeah. When she would enter a scene and kill the Far Moon, yeah, I was excited more. 
I, I, I loved all the acting, but she brought like a charisma. Yeah, to, she's like, got the, like an uh, enigmatic quality. Yeah. That, like, yeah. She could see right through everybody, which is another reason why I was like, why the fuck don't you suspect the person right He's next charming. To he just said, I like the color of your skin. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that color? I don't like whiskey. I My color. Whiskey. My color. Yeah. Oh, man. She's so fucking yeah, good. She's, she's phenomenal. Dude, uh, Okay, like pretty much right off the bat, I got huge goosebumps from that slow mo shot of them dancing in the oil, oh. of them being like, "Oh shit, we're good now." Like yeah. I, dude, uh, I fucking love that shot. Yeah, that was fucking. Another amazing. another thing I want to touch on too is like the way Robert De Niro said, "Now they don't talk much. They're very smart. Don't don't take them for don't judge a book by its cover. They're actually very clever. And yeah. you're gonna want to fill that space. Just because they're of... quiet doesn't mean they don't know everything. Yeah, and that in. Like embodied her character, I think. Yes, because he had to fill the air all the time. Yeah, as like fucking blackbird like, talk. Yeah. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. yeah, yep, yep, yep. Just fucking as a sniveling sling blade is just basically what he was. Yeah, just like, yeah. yeah I don't know about that. There, murder <laughs> <laughs> definitely wasn't me. Dude, he had prosthetics, right? He had to have. I know he had he had teeth, but his nose. Yeah, his oh, nose shit. and his ears were like sticking out. His too. ears yeah. too. Well, hmm. I don't know if they, I don't know if he actually had prosthetics, but he looked like he, I feel like they made him look more stupid. His nose for sure. Okay. I feel like he drank more before filming this to make his head that bigger. Alec Baldwin head, dude. dude. He legit does have that. Yeah. Just the bloated head. Yeah, he's had that for a minute. Yeah, you're right. Since inception, yeah. he's had that big old fucking drunk head. Yeah. Shouts to him. <laughs> Shut Shut his old drunk God, bless, ass. God bless you, man. <laughs> Just fucking twenty-five year olds and yeah, ripping, oh, no. ripping vapes and throwing yeah. them out like trash. Yeah, throwing on a podcast and throwing his AirPod Pros and just the man's trying to clean water and fuck twenty-four year olds, dude. Why don't you get off his dick? Yeah, let him have a few. Yeah, throw, throw him a bone. Yeah. Throw him a bone. He he flew his private jet to a, a like a, a green conference. To yeah. save the planet. Yeah. Exactly. Throw him a bone. Man's trying to clean water and fuck bitches, man. Right. So relatable. Fellas time. And act in Nolan and Scorsese's movies, dude. Yeah. Dude's a king. <coughs> Shouts to Leo. I like him. All right. That's about it, right? <laughs> that's it for me. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. All righty. Now. Oh, that was that was Kills of the Flower Moon. There we go. Chris? <laughs> You got it? Oh, there we go. Is that it? Yeah. Is that the fucking thing? Whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. Uh. With Marty Scorsese. We have to determine whether or not Killers of the Flower Moon is cinema or not cinema. This is the fucking easiest game of all time. It's based on the fucking format of Marty Scorsese, dude. This is an obvious answer. No, too Cin- long. <laughs> I had to pee pee so hard. <laughs> Cinema. Ah. Christopher. Yeah. Ah. Alexander. Easily. Ah. Now. Oh, Is it four, three, four, me? More in the jersey today. It's fucking four, three for me. Ah. Alex. Yeah. Ah. Christopher. Duh. Ah. Big fucking duh, dude. Best picture. Obviously, Killers of the Flower Moon is fucking Cinema 4-3. I don't know, man. Hop and Hizzy and Killers of the Flower Moon, same fucking year. They're going to give it over to Killers over Hoppy yeah. for sure. They've, Nolan, they've Nolan historically snubbed Nolan. Yeah. I, I think this is Nolan's year, though. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think it's his year. I think it's great. It was a great movie. Marty but... Scorsese has been snubbed more than well, Christopher Nolan. He's yeah. got a much bigger catalog. I think, I think Nolan... I mean, I think I would be happy either way. 
as far as Beck's picture picture goes. It's it's, it's going to be Barbie. To me, it's not about the best. <laughs> to me, it's not about like the actual best picture. It's this checks all the boxes for the Academy, which is like, oh, it's political. Oh, it tells a, a fascinating so story. So does Oppenheimer. I don't think so. I think Oppenheimer. It's, it's yeah, it, that, it's it, very political. Literally well, political. Yeah, it is, but not in like the we're telling a, a story about people that were victimized. I mean, like did did <laughs> did Oppenheimer focus on the Japanese like at all? Yeah. Not really. It focuses on the aftermath. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course it did. It just, oh, I did a thing. I built a thing and did the thing. <laughs> but but it's Chris Oppenheimer hater. Colin. <laughs> I loved Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Chris Japanese hater Collins. He's I the just, opposite of me. This checks all the boxes. Christopher, do it again, Collins. <laughs> <laughs> do it a third time. How about that? <laughs> Make a bigger bomb, Collins. <laughs> Chris, finish the job, Collins. God damn. What uh, guys? I'm riffing. It's Not, a bit. <laughs> it's just a bit. Just goose and gags. Goose and gags. Uh, I honestly, either way the academy goes, I'm cool with either of these. This one just has that. Uh, it's Scorsese. It's Scorsese. It has that fucking. They're gonna give. She's gonna get best actress. I think. Uh, Emily Blunt. I, I Emily Blunt needs a nom. I agree that Lily Gladstone should get it, but Emily Blunt needs a nom. I think they should nominate Florence Pugh for Oppenheimer, and they just play that clip at the oh, Academy yeah. where, she, yeah. where she's like, "Say the line, dude." <laughs> we're talking sex on the pod, dude. Sexy time, sex scenes in the pod, dude. When you touch a lady and she's like, "Stop," it's my favorite part. I'm tired of that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. You guys ever think about ladies and you're just like, "Ew." What is your DMT <laughs> uh, for Killers of the Flower Moon? You guys go first. Uh, well, the obvious one, I think we all have white people are scary. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, right? that's that's really good. Uh, I have the unimportance of being earnest. That's all I have. Nice. Nice. I have earnest goes to Osage County. Like it. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's it for me. I don't have one, so there's that. Wow. I forgot to do it. Ooh. Christopher, the editor, Collins. Sorry, I was busy running to Guitar Center to pick up <laughs> equipment for our pod. <laughs> Fucking 10 minutes before the podcast. I was busy. <laughs> I was busy since Thursday. I was busy doing other stuff. <laughs> All I right. I was thinking about getting that mic for like four <laughs> days, and I couldn't think of a DMT. Should we do a quick game? Yeah, actor game? or I already know the, the budget. Let's do the budget real quick. Oh, okay. shit. Well, uh, what, what I'm going to guess. No, wait, hold on. What was the budget for Killers of the Flower Moon? Killers of the Flowey Moon. You know it already? I know what it, what it is, so I'll ask you to. You go first. $100 million. $130 million. And the winner is Alexander with $200 million. Dude. Shouldn't be surprised, but goddamn. Co-financed by Paramount and Apple TV+. Plus. Wow. I'll do it. So your favorite company. My favorite, yeah. Apple I TV. mean, as soon as this movie started and I saw the Apple logo, I was like, <laughs> how do I watch it? <laughs> <laughs> Immediately face backwards. You're like, this isn't working. <laughs> In the theater, put up an order card. You're like, turn it on, <laughs> guys. I can hear it. I can't see it. This sucks. <laughs> there are no words on it. All right, fucking thing sucks. <laughs> fucking thing. In the middle of the theater, yeah. it's facing the wrong way, sir. Sir, turn around. Fuck you. Fuck off. All right, Leonardo DiCaprio actor game. I'll try it. Since you won two hundred million dollars, dude, is that how much like five Model Ts cost? Yeah, to race through, <laughs> race through a set. Right. That was pretty cool, though. Yeah, that is really. They're cool. going fucking fifteen miles Auga! an hour. Auga! Dude, all the CGI hour. shots look great too. I forgot to bring those up. Like with the cows, the sprawling. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought that was great. Okay. By the way, okay, 
this is I don't know how much this matters. Did you ever read on the internet? This is the first time I read something on the internet that I was like, I think that might not be true. It was like a factoid thing that was like, all cows are always facing north. And I was like... Of course that's not true. Yeah, of course it's not. But it's but it was said so like scientifically factually that I was like, <laughs> am I insane? Have all cows... I read this thing on the internet that said cows are compasses. Yeah. like They're just the constantly... <laughs> they're, they have a magnetic a head. A compass, if you will. Anyways, yeah. actor game. All right. Uh, Colors of Fireman. All right. I'm going to go with... Let me go with Inception. We're doing Leo? Yeah. The Departed. The Beach. Nice. The Beach, eh? Uh, I'm going to go with The Great Gatsby. Romeo and Juliet. What's eating Gilbert Grape's mom's vagina? God damn it. Fine. Um, Love and Basketball. The fuck is that? It's a basketball movie. All right. Titanic. The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. He's not in that. Damn it. The Man in the Iron Mask. Fuck. You're no, up. you can't tap in, Bianca. No. You what? Oh, uh, Basketball Diaries. Ooh, oh, so that would out. make Chris the I'm winner. not out. Yay. It's the same fucking thing. W. No. W. I <laughs> just refuse to accept the loss. <laughs> um... If you get another Shutter one, we'll give you two wins. That's two wins. He got two wins. Shutter Island. How about... Uh, Technically out, but go ahead. Not. Guess wrong. It's the wrong title. <laughs> go fuck yourself, dude. Wrong. <laughs> That's so wrong, yeah. You guys didn't like, know what the fucking movie is. It's like, you didn't right, know what the fucking movie is, uh, On the million dollar dude. question, You ever Josh. watch a sports movie, dude? You ever watch a fucking sports movie? Yeah, I love movie? Any yeah, Given Sunday. Yeah, we just did Air. Fuck y'all! Dude. I love it any given Sunday. Don't know shit movie. about fuck all. Airbud is my for- favorite sports movie. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll one. keep going, dude. Fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? Beverly okay, Hills Chihuahua. Thanks for listening to there. Are too many movies. He was in Joanna Man, another basketball movie. It's a great movie. He was also in uh, Coming to America, Hoop Dreams, a basketball documentary that Leonardo yep. DiCaprio yep. was in. He was also in um, uh, movie Forty Three. No, he wasn't. He was also in. The final. He was also in Coach Carter, another basketball movie. No, he was in John Carter. He was in John Carter. Leonardo DiCaprio likes basketball movies, and that's no Caprio. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Later. Be- Five bucks a month. On Leave Patreon. a message after the show. Two one four six nine nine ninety seventy six.